Hello, and welcome to another episode of Really Bad Advice, the internet's most popular bad advice podcast that just kind of bullshits and wastes your time. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm your host, Dylan Strange, and with me as always, the buddy Holly of Bad Advice. I like that one. The, uh, the illustrious Charlie Harper. How you doing, Charlie? Good. Glad to be here. Early yeah. in the morning. It is early in the morning. We're not, uh, it's not nighttime. We're not drinking gas as we've been known to do in the past. Back to our old routine of uh, coffee in the morning time. Yep. I, I'm a big fan of that. I think we do better in the morning. Yeah, I do too. I think, I think everything's better in the morning. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not so drunk and slurring my words. This morning I, I woke up, right? I was yeah. up at fucking like almost dawn. I don't know. You know, I just get up early, whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, last night I went to bed really early because I can't stay up late because I get up so early. It's yeah. kind of a double-edged sword. And um, I had a cup of coffee there sitting there, and then I looked up on top of the refrigerator, my, my trusty bottle of Jim Beam. Yeah. And uh, I may be guilty of uh, tipping a little in the, into the coffee this morning. Really? My... <laughs> Might have dumped a shot or so into the into the coffee. I need to try that. <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever done it. I don't know what, what came over me. Yeah. I think what it was, was that... You knew you'd be talking about it this morning? No, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't that. But I was, I was thinking, you know, this is a cause for fucking celebration. This episode. It is? Well, this is episode number 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Has it been that many? Yeah. This is some kind of uh, like milestone for us. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's, we should throw a drunk like, <laughs> like no one's ever seen before. I'm talking like a three or four day bender. Yeah. You know, what do you think? I'm wake. ready. I'm ready to stand drinks with you, my friend. Maybe we could do a wake and bake. <laughs> we could do that too. <laughs> but I just, I think it's time. Okay. To celebrate because you, that's when you know you have a real alcohol problem when <laughs> any, every little thing is just a cause to get. To celebrate just, and just get wasted. Just yeah. shit faced. Yeah. So episode 10, I think, is as good a reason as any. I'm really good at finding excuses for getting more alcohol. Yeah, it's just, you know, every day, like, coming home from work, I had a really shitty day. That's that's a reason. You know, getting yeah. a bottle of something and take it easy. And then, I'll you know, I'll just tell myself, tomorrow, I, I'm not going to drink anything. It's not going to be a big deal. But then... But then there's always a good reason. Yeah, there is always yeah. a reason. And I'll find that reason, too. I just... Hey, it's uh, it's Tuesday. Fucking, <laughs> it's raining. All right. It's supposed to be really cold tonight. Might as well get shit faced. <laughs> oh, Smokey the Bandit's on. Oh, that would be good to drink make, to. Yeah, I actually watched that the other night. Really, it's great. <laughs> it really stood up. I I love Jerry Reed. Yeah, he's a great comedic actor. You like over the top comedians. I I do. I've always been a fan <laughs> of physical comedy, probably yeah. to to a fault. Yeah. You know, so but wasn't that 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 was one of the re resolutions for me though, right? Was that I wasn't supposed to go for the cheap laughs? Yeah, but you're a huge fan of that. Well, no, uh, so physical comedy by its nature is cheap. No, no, you're you're misguided. Kind of. No, I, everything I don't, I don't, doesn't I, I, have to be intellectual. You know. Well, what's the difference between a cheap laugh and an intellectual laugh? I don't know. I just know that that Trans Am was badass and smoking the Bandit. I didn't realize it, but you know, that was like a six liter engine in that Trans Am. Yeah. That's a fucking big engine, dude. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway. 
<laughs> I just know, like, I'd always, you know, oh, wow, there's there's like a 74 Trans Am, whatever. It's got the big bird on the hood. That's yeah. cool, you know, T-tops. It, yeah. it kind of speaks to a white trash sensibility. Yeah. T-tops, I think. Mm-hmm. But I would drive the fuck out of that. I, that'd be awesome. My cousin uh, had one of those. It was like when I was really little, so it was like late seventies, early eighties. So he that probably the movie. I wonder how many uh, fucking Transams were sold because of that movie. I don't know, but he he had the mustache, like the <laughs> he looked a lot like Tom Selleck. I mean, he really does. It's like kind of uncanny. So he had the Trans Am and the Tom Selleck look going on in the 70s. I mean, he's just like the picture. There you go. <laughs> he's the picture of the 70s. It was great. Did he have the brown cowboy hat? He, I don't think he wore a cowboy hat. He was more of a... Um, okay. Yeah. No. That wasn't but, uh, his style. I don't... Let's can we go get drunk after the show? It's sure. our It's our 10th episode, for okay, God's I'm sake. I'm not against that. All right. Let's throw a drunk. Okay. Let's get let's get tickets to Vegas. Well, let's hurry up and get the show over with then. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to rush. You don't want to rush it, okay? Yeah, it's like fine wine. Well, I'm gonna be all antsy now that I know we're gonna go drinking. <laughs> you can't concentrate now. <laughs> I just got like the shakes, man. No, uh, I just want to uh, apologize for my attire. Why? Right now, I'm kind of on the <laughs> casual side. Yeah, you got the sweatpants yeah, on. Yeah, just walk walk people, walk our listeners through what I'm wearing right now. Okay, you got some uh, gray boat shoes on <laughs> with the, the, the sweatpants that have the elastic on the ankles. As so, opposed to? Sweatpants that don't, you know. You've got the kind like the joggers pants that don't have that. But these are the sweatpants, like the old school kind with the, you know, and these are the I completely have given up sweatpants they're so comfortable but they, they have pockets yeah you know you can, they're, they're functional too so yeah. and and then a t-shirt and then the canadian club t-shirt <laughs> that you've been wearing for like 12 years now every day yeah it's got the the bacon collar it's just like ripping in weird places because it's old it's like rotting on yeah. my body it's rotting but i realized you know i couldn't get more casual unless i was nude and sleep <laughs> That's the only way I could get more cash. Maybe a robe. <laughs> yeah, but I would I would have to be nude under the robe. Yeah. This is the most comfortable I can physically be in clothing. <laughs> so it'd have to be asleep and nude. Man, it's Sunday. <laughs> Do what you want. I just didn't want to I didn't want it to be disrespectful that you know, I came over for the show like right. like super casual. No, I appreciate it. Okay. Because I was gonna wear um you know my sweatpants this morning but i didn't want to do that because I, you don't you normally don't so yeah i wouldn't but, talk so much shit to you if you had yeah they're pretty cool sweatpants you're charlie harper mr man on the the fashion tip yeah the man who has a tailor <laughs> you still have a tailor or no? no i don't should i not be talking about your tailor in public why i don't know i just <laughs> there's nothing wrong with getting clothes tailored i've never have well that's that's you <laughs> You think somehow that that makes you uh, all highbrow or something because oh, you get tailored. I don't fucking think that. Yeah, I, you do. I was at Thrift Town last you weekend. Fucking okay? class I'm not, I'm not, There's nothing highbrow about what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you want to do some uh, some news? Yeah. No. You have some news stories or no? Yeah, let's do it. And now, Charlie Harper with news. On the march. Questionable state regulation. 
William McDonald, restricted by state law where, uh, wherever he and his wife relocate uh, to because he is a registered sex offender, told the New York Times in January that his case is particularly galling and that his only crime was violating Virginia law by having oral sex with consenting adults, which most, most legal, legal scholars believe is not a crime. What was his um, his sex crime? Having oral sex with consenting adults. No, he was a, he was a registered sex offender because of that. What? <laughs> Wait, there's a were logic. You, were you not listening? But no, I I try to listen, <laughs> but I do zone out a little bit. Yeah. William McDonald. Okay. He was he was a he's a registered sex offender um, because he was having oral sex with consenting adults in Virginia. So wherever he relocates now, he has to register as a sex offender, even though all he was doing was having... How do you get caught having oral sex with a consensual adult? Sounds like they were having an orgy. Oh, okay. Because it says consenting adults. So this guy just enjoys chugging cock, (laughs) is what it sounds like. Well, or, yeah. (laughs) Chugging cock. (laughs) Enjoy that. Yeah, that's... that's... (laughs) I, I just don't understand how you get caught doing that. Yeah. Having, I mean, if it's consensual, how's that a crime? In some places it's Well, some it's pa- like, places it is. Some places, you know, anal sex is a crime. <laughs> That's every place. <laughs> it's crime. God weeps when you have anal sex. Oh, really? <laughs> well, that's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I think the ACLU, that, you know, radical left organization, I'm sure will get involved in this. They should. <laughs> Tennessee, the second fattest state, according to the uh, most recent uh, foundation report, continues to pay for obese Medicaid recipients to have uh, bariatric surgery at an average cost of about $2,000. But to deny coverage for an overweight person to cons- uh, consult even once with a dietitian. Oh, my God. You know, I've heard of people that were on the bubble. Yeah. Really, really fat people that were on the bubble between being able to get the the gastric bypass uh-huh. and then just having to, you know, exercise mm-hmm. and diet, that they would eat more in order to get fatter to get so they would qualify for yes. the... Yes. <laughs> that actually, up. that uh, happened to... That's what my relative did. Really? I have a relative who did that. What did... In order to qualify, she had to weigh a certain amount, so she just pigged out for, you know, a couple months and just got up to that weight, and then... Because she was pretty close anyway, and then... How and, close was she? I, I don't know the exact <laughs> numbers there, but that's what she did, and she lost a shit ton of weight. <sighs> Man. That's so fucked up, though. It is fucked up. Like, what was she eating? Was she eating crazy fucked up fat kid shit? Like, putting ice cream on... Yeah, and just drinking like crazy, too. Oh, beer? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That'll make (laughs) you fat. I know. I know if anyone knows. It's hard to stay away from it. It's it's the greatest thing ever. (laughs) It's beer. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's tough. We should have a whole episode about that. Yeah. This is not our best episode, man. By any stretch of the imagination. All right. Well, do you want another story or move on? <laughs> no, no I, I I, want to talk about fat people some more because I hate those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. So, I mean, that, that's, this is the problem with our healthcare system is that you, you can't go see a dietitian, but these kind of fat people won't even, well, they, won't, they, they can't diet. 
they're all poor. You know, they they eat the, they eat off the dollar menu at Wendy's right. nonstop. You know, yeah. they're they're all about the ninety nine cent Whopper. You know, and that well, there are certain places that don't have they don't even have access to good food. Yeah, that's what do they call that? Uh, some kind of it's called Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. That's the fattest state in the union. Yeah, I guess uh, it says here Tennessee is the second fattest. I know Texas is up there in the top five. Yeah. El Paso is supposed to be a very fat city. Really? Yeah. Is it all the Mexican food? I guess. It's pretty awesome. They have good stuff. (laughs) I'm sure. All the sour cream and whatnot. (laughs) I never eat sour cream on my Mexican food, though. Yeah. I'm just, give me that fucking salsa. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It can be good every once in a while, though. Yeah, it's okay, but I'm just saying. I don't make it a point. The Dow shit and sour cream, because it seems decadent to me. You know, it's like the the thing I want more than anything when I'm done, like mowing the, the lawn or you know, like moving furniture on a really hot day is a real tall glass of buttermilk. <laughs> but I fight that urge. I just go with the water instead. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's, nothing better, like on a really hot day when you're just sweating your ass off, than just a nice tall glass of buttermilk. That sounds great, yeah. Yeah, it's it just quenches right now, your thirst. It's so refreshing. Yeah, it's just making me thirsty thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, when summer's coming, you know, and yeah. if you're done doing some crazy shit outside, try it. <laughs> Let me know how it goes for okay. you. Okay, that's some good advice. Thanks. Redneck Chronicles. Okay. Uh, John Rice, 35, eating at a Waffle House restaurant in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina was charged in January with beating up two diners at another table over the quality of their conversation. A man and a woman who were discussing women with hairy armpits. Um, <laughs> Rice was assisted in uh, in the pummeling by the two other diners, and a weaponized food was involved. I don't know what that means. A weaponized food? Yeah. That could have been... Oh, I know what that was. That was a hot bowl of chili that was thrown oh, at someone, I, see. I bet. Okay. So they're conver- they were mad because they were discussing women with hairy armpits. He shouldn't have been listening. <laughs> well, you know, Such that's a delicate sensibilities in South Carolina. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but I feel like beating the shit out of people sometimes when I have to listen to their goddamn conversations. I wrote a story about a guy that uh would just go into a rage because of that and he would always just carry earplugs with him. Yeah. Just put in earplugs because he just couldn't he couldn't, couldn't stand. stay and listen to other people. Yeah, he had no tolerance for, you know, the mindless fucking conversations of people. Yeah. You can't block it out. Me? Of course I would never act on that. I'm not gonna beat anybody up. That's ridiculous. But yeah, I was please in please don't weaponize food, for <laughs> God's sakes. But I was in uh, you know, a bookstore the other day. And looking at uh, some records, and this dude was having a huge conversation right next to me. Yeah. You know, oh, I don't know where she is. She's somewhere in the bookstore. Let me go find her. I'll let her know that you called, though. And then, yeah, I'll let her know that you called. At least he had a phone to his ear. I'm more taken aback by, like, the person with the Bluetooth or the whatever they're fucking. They're just talking. Yeah. Like, like they're fucking having a schizophrenic <laughs> moment you know they're just like yeah now you have to be careful whether you know if you think somebody's actually hallucinating they're just using technology yeah what else what else i guess that that sums up the news yeah that's fine yeah normally this would be when we would go into advice yeah but i don't want to do that i don't want to either yeah so you uh what do you, i have a list of things we could talk about here and talk about waterbeds <laughs> 
I really want to talk about water beds. Damn. What happened? Or we could do the Gary Newman, Randy Newman. Let's do water beds first. Okay. I was, uh, I'm glad I don't have a water bed anymore because I used to have a water bed. Water beds suck. They make me sick. How's that? The temperature is never right. Oh, they, they made you physically ill or you yeah. see them and you get angry and you... As no, a result, and they, they, when I slept on them, they made me physically ill. You didn't have a heater on yours? Yeah, but it's still like, it doesn't regulate the temperature well enough. And then it would never quite be warm enough. And then it would like suck all the warmth off of my body. <laughs> and then I would always get sick. There's such a why. I'm glad you don't see them much anymore. They've yeah. gone the way of the dodo. Yeah, if that's you will. fine. They uh, they're pretty white trash. Yeah, and they're fucking it's very, heavy. It's very eighties. Yeah, totally. It was a big deal in the eighties to have a waterbed. But it's like they're so fucking heavy. Yeah. You know, like did you have it on? I mean, I can't imagine like a a house can sustain a waterbed on the second floor of it. Right. You know, that always that, worries that, me. <laughs> For some reason, when I see a waterbed in a house on the second story, I get freaked out. Yeah, you think you can't sleep at night and stuff, thinking yeah, it's going to just fall through. Me. The, yeah. It bothers me. I just need to look at the blueprints to make sure we have the structural integrity intact. Right. Yeah. To sustain that kind of mass. Right. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So I just I hated when you would try to get out of the waterbed, uh-huh. and you know you kind of sink in between that like there's like a. a like a sandbox kind of right yeah <laughs> it was like just boards the ledges that would hold in the the water bladder right you know and then it would there would be like padded things that went on the sides right. but if your water bed was too full uh-huh. then you would move and those would like fly off <laughs> did that ever happen to you yeah they were awful they were awful <laughs> the fuck were people thinking i don't know it's like i would rather sleep in a fucking hammock than a water bed <laughs> give me a fucking hammock you know? Well, then they tried to make ones that had, like, um, were less sloshy, you know, that had, like, the foam inside the water and all that kind of stuff, so they didn't, like, when you moved around, didn't move the other person around. You remember those? Those were the high-quality ones. And I don't they were, remember those. Those were awful, too, because then they were, they were just all, like, foam on the edges, so they didn't seem like a waterbed. Waterbed. <laughs> Jesus. Would waterbed be a good name for, a, like, a hardcore band? <laughs> Can, no. no. <laughs> Fuck. Really reaching. Yeah, I know. The, it would be a good uh, name for maybe a 80s new wave band. Waterbed. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, okay. I agree with you. Speaking of uh, 80s new wave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you uh, let, let everyone know what we're about to do? Because I think it's going to strike a lot of people as odd. Well, I think it's, I think it's an important thing to bring up because... A lot of confusion can happen when you bring up the Newmans. So, the Newmans. Yeah. I think what really sparked this, I think, is that my Newman... Right, which is Randy, Randy Newman. Randy Newman won the Oscar right. last last weekend. Yeah, something like that. Last week. Fucking Oscars. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I watched it, but... so I why, was, why do they keep encouraging him? That's my first question. He he's he's an idiot. Because he's a genius. He's he's a fucking he's a idiot. Fucking idiot. Look, okay, so I was I was talking to you about my Newman, which is right. Randy Newman, and you went off, and I was like, well, what the fuck you, you know? And you Gary Newman. You had a Newman. Right. You had Gary Newman. Gary Newman. He's the genius. 
He had a span of time there where he, he had once he had one hit. He had Randy one hit. Newman has had numerous hits. Who's got more? Money? Okay, since Who's when is more... genius <laughs> defined by who has the most hits? Okay, okay, granted that was okay, a stupid come on argument. Now. Okay, it was stupid, but I just to discount Randy Newman is just I think it's just uncalled for. Okay, I want to understand what the fuck the appeal is. <laughs> Why would anybody like right, this you guy? Want, you, let me just walk you through a couple of Randy okay. Newman songs. Help me. Maybe maybe you'll change my mind. Okay. So you have some Gary Newman that you're going to play. You right. want to do Randy or Gary first? Let's do uh What if they teamed Randy. up? What if they the did Newmans. a duet? Randy Newman with Man, Gary. For what for, for Gary Newman would whip his ass. He's like, you fucking old piece of shit. Why every time I try to... I think about Gary Newman, I... Uh, for some reason, I want to think about Gary Glitter and that rock and roll part two song. Yeah. I don't know. There's something going on in they my They have head. the same first name. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something? Well, <laughs> Gary Newman's English, right? Yeah. So they were both, and so Gary, Gary Glitter was as well. Yeah. I guess. Maybe there's something there. English Gary's. <laughs> the English Gary's. The English Gary's. Okay, so here's a. Uh, Here's a Randy Newman track. This was his first big hit. Okay. How did this ever happen? How did this ever become a hit, and why? When when did this song become a hit? It was in the seventies, early seventies. I think Three Dog Night had a hit with it too. So he was a songwriter first. Yeah. Then he recorded it too. What's wrong with this? Is good. You just hate his voice. I, there's a lot of things I hate about this. Jesus Christ. I think he's great. Really? It's a, it's a pleasant song. Okay, so there was that. Okay. He kind of started as a rock act, but then he quickly fell into what he always was, a singer-songwriter, mm -hmm. a master piano player, <laughs> a modern American genius. Okay, here's another song. Oh, God. You get what? Food to eat. Your son, who is what four now? Yeah. He could write better lyrics than than Randy Newman. Yeah, there is some slightly autistic element to yeah, it. Yeah, it's just not right. I just appreciate the fact that he had a real career, even though he's the ugliest man I've ever seen in my life. And now you have to be beautiful to be like a, a pop star. But right. Yeah. You know, I, I do agree with that. And that's that's ridiculous. Because I mean, you look in the past, like the really big acts and stuff like that. There's a lot of yeah. ugly ass people. And but they were they were great musicians, and that's what mattered. So yeah, and because he was really greasy with those huge glasses. In this and shit. case, I don't get it at all. Still, but um, if you it's on Netflix actually, the first season of Saturday Night Live, mm -hmm. and if uh, it's, I think it was episode one or two, he's a, he's the musical guest. Really? Yeah. No, I think it's episode two with Paul Simon hosting. Paul Simon did some songs, and then he was like, "I want to bring out." My good friend, a man I respect immensely, Randy Newman. And then Randy Newman played a song. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to check out really great vintage, yeah. ugly as hell, I'm Randy sure you can Newman. I'm on YouTube, right? 
Yeah, but it's, you know, if you want to see bad comedy, too, because that first season of SNL is just trash. It's garbage. <laughs> okay. Here's a good one. Okay. What's the NPR guy that has a really awful show? Um, not This American Life. What's the other one? That's that's not an awful show. Yeah, it's a it's, genius show. Yeah. The the guy that's really, like overly sentimental. Um, the travel guy? No. Anyway, move on. I'll think of it here in a minute. Okay. Last night I saw Lester Maddox on a TV show with some smart ass New York Jew. What do you think of this? And the Jew laughed Lester Maddox. So he's anti Semitic now? He's, no, he's telling a story. Okay? Why does he hit short people so much? <laughs> I don't know. I have that song on here. This is not the strongest song musically, but it's funny. There, <laughs> he always relied on humor. You have to yeah. respect that. I know that's that's why you like him because it's funny. It is funny, and it. it I want to say it's not a bit though. Yeah. Yeah, you hit the post on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know, it, I'm a natural born DJ. Yeah. No, but I just, I think that... There's, uh, okay, you know what I hate a, about it? He's an American it? original, is what I'm saying. You know what I hate about it? There's this, some kind of sentimentality about it that's just so contrived and so awful. About being a fan of his or his music? His music. Really? Yeah. It seems so contrived and so like, I'm going to appeal to the lowest shitty common denominator oh, on this. I disagree completely. I think he's just writing about what he sees every day. Awful. This was you gotta admit this is a good song. I, I do not this have to. This is admit I love that. LA. <laughs> monkeys. All the people dressed like monkeys. You don't understand how much hate I have for this. Jesus, I don't person. get it, man. It's it, like okay, I'll admit. My fandom of Randy Newman kinda started as a bit. Right. I was like, okay, this everyone hates him. I'm gonna love him. <laughs> I'm gonna show everyone by being insanely into this guy. <laughs> but after I got the box set <laughs> and I started to work my way through it, I was like, wow, this guy's got something. Yeah, it's awful. And then the Pixar movies, of which I love, oh, he Jesus. does all the soundtracks for those. Oh, listen to this. A big nasty redhead by my side. And then also, I was reading uh, Spukowski one time and he said his favorite. The only popular artist he could stand was Randy Newman. Seriously? Oh my god. I just want to hear, I want to hear the chorus. No way you can go to Gary Newman. Okay. It's just genius. Everybody very happy. Killing me. <laughs> All right, enough. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I, I figured just, he's the Prairie Home companion of fucking music. What? Yes. You're you're, you're comparing him to Garrison Keillor. Yes. A man who I used to hate, but I've come around on. I want to. Oh I my god, Dylan! Come, come on, man. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know either. I'm, I'm, I'm really. I don't. This is like. You know what it is? I think it's fatherhood. Is just it's thrust all these weird changes on me. I don't know what the fuck. 
is, is going it, on? Is it there's some kind of sensibility there that because I don't have kids, I don't have? No, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to explain it in myself, like right. what is going on. But I, 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 there's there's something going on. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm fucked up. Yeah. But I'm not gonna back off this Randy Newman thing because he's great. Okay, he's not for everyone, uh-huh. but. You know, after seeing him on the Oscars, did you see the acceptance speech? No. You didn't? I couldn't find the audio this morning, or I I was going to pull it and play it for you, because it was a really funny acceptance speech. He just kind of said, well, thanks, but fuck you. You know, it was kind of with the gist of it, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. He's been nominated 20 times. (laughs) That should tell you something right there. (laughs) He's only won twice. Yeah. So anyway, enough about Randy Newman. Let's go into your guy. Okay. The, the Battle of the Newmans. Throw it down. What do you got? Okay, let's do this. Do the hit first. Okay. He had one really big hit in the U.S. He had a, a ton of hits in in the U.K., but over over here he only really had one. I didn't realize he was British, but after you played me some of this stuff, he's painfully British. Yeah, he's very British. Very. I like this shit. See? Yeah. The Prairie Home Companion. You're so synthed out these days. Huh? You were so synthed out. I know. I, I love it. There's a really good uh, tambourine part there. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to my Some attention. Some hot tambourine playing. Hot tambourine. Yeah. Some hot tambo. It's coming. I, see, this is great stuff. I mean, it's it's definitely dated. You know, but it's still like when you put it in context of his, you know, he had three. There it is. Oh, yeah, that's hot. A nice tambourine. Panned hard to the right. Yeah. Um, so he had uh, two albums with the Two Boy Army, and, and, then, and then after that, he had uh, three, you know, two albums after that that were good. Everything after that, he went into, uh, became a recluse after that second album. Because then, he had so much success. I guess. Because he was tortured by his own vision of I, synth pop. Was that what it was? <laughs> I have no idea. Because Randy Newman never went away. He was always there on the front lines. Oh, God. Expressing himself deeply. fucking keeler of Explain music. that. It's just, it's over-sentimental bullshit. It's it's like I've awful. never read a Garrison Keillor novel. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna I'm gonna add him to the pile of shit I need to read, but I do listen to Prairie it's Home like Companion. Old people fucking reminiscing, <laughs> and he's really into being what is it Lutheran? I guess what's with Garrison Keillor and being Lutheran? And I think there's fucking some kind Wisconsin of connection there. or no Minnesota. That's his thing. Yeah, I'm fucking Minnesota. Minnesota Lutheran cheese. Which, Minneapolis is an awesome city. Otherwise, yeah, but. Don't. So Garrison Keillor didn't ruin Minnesota for everyone. No. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. So, uh, fucking Gary Newman. I don't know. I, I see why you like it, mm-hmm. but I mean to say it's better than Randy Newman, I think it's just a stretch. <laughs> this is off the first record. This is off the, the second, uh, second two way army record. Our our friends. Electric. Our friends electric. He had a very clear vision of dystopian future. I don't think it sounds that dated, though. Well, that's the thing. The Cardis song does. It sounds very 80s. But a lot of the other stuff, he was recording this album and other ones before the 80s shitty production got really out of hand. So it still had some, like, some (laughs) good quality of the recordings. It was still, you know, all very, uh, 
uh, analog and stuff. So yeah. this is this is the awesome album. So who's just using Moogs for this? Yeah, and I had like two or three synthesizers, and he would run them through distortion pedals and stuff like that. So. The, the, yeah, I mean the thing is, is like you have to settle into it. It's yeah. not like it's not like he has a bunch of hits that you would like. Oh, this is the badass song that you would dance to. It's like he's like, got a, just like Randy Newman. You know, there's geez. a couple of hits out there, but I mean, yeah. well, okay, I guess Randy Newman arguably had two. Yeah. Short people and I love L.A. But so he's already that's that's that that goes to Randy over Gary there with hits. Yeah. Okay. That They're means, both keyboard players. Yeah. There's some. <laughs> I'm trying to find commonality between the two artists. There's very little. No, there's not because they both played keyboards and I have some. Uh, actually, have I don't have it on here, but I have a song that Randy Newman did that was a new wave song called uh what the it's something about it, the song's weird because he ends with screaming does anybody remember the fucking duke of earl that's what that's how the song ends it's really it's really odd yeah i think he had he had like a cocaine problem right, for a while yeah. you think that was there drugs and in, in factoring into gary newman's uh you know withdrawal? I, don't, I don't really know much about his life actually i just i like the records so was he like an electrical engineer that got into keyboards like all those new no guys? he was a punk rocker in england but he you know he he was that he, he started right after that kind of happened but yeah. he got way more into because the first album has a lot more guitar in it but then he got way more into the synth thing yeah okay so. here we go here's another one that's pretty hot And that's the very English part that you're talking about, right? So English. Yeah. So fragile. <laughs> so fragile. It's good though. This could be like on the young ones. Yeah. Nice reverb on those claps there. That's totally room reverb too. That's not. No, that's effective. <laughs> God, it's so obvious that you're ripping him off with your own music. What? Have <laughs> <How do> you figure? <laughs> I li- I actually like that song. That was pretty good. This is a live version of me. I disconnect from you. Which is way better than the album version, I think. I think it's obvious people are going to go... They're going to probably gravitate more to Randy Newman as opposed to Gary Newman based on the tracks we've shown them. Really? Yeah, I think so. Really? Okay, listen. Listen to that. Now listen to this. (laughs) Do you see the difference? Yeah. you see that? Not a soul There's a different sensibility there. Fucking sentimentality that's mm. awful. Garrison Keillor. You're onto something there, but I wish you would expound upon it because I don't fully understand it. I don't know. There's, you know, music's hard to describe because it, you know, there's always some sort of emotional connection you have with the way that the chord structure. Is occurs. Randy Newman Lutheran? No. 
Is he from Minnesota? No. Is he on NPR? No. Yeah. I wish he was. God, that would be genius. Oh, they radio. love him on NPR. I'm I know. Sure. Why? What is it? Gary Newman is pretty critically acclaimed. Would you say? Um, not at the time that his albums came out. But he had a huge hit. I mean, he made his money and he got the fuck out. Yeah, he had a bunch of hits in the UK. This is pretty good right here. In the in the US, he didn't have only but one hit. But in the UK, he was really big. So. You know, I didn't realize it was so much easier in the um in the UK to have gold records than it was in the US because they adjust based on population how right. many you have to sell. I didn't realize that. I was watching a uh, documentary on Rush uh, last night. And t- talk about a band I'm coming around on. Oh my God, man! What the fuck is happening? I to don't you? know what's going on with me. This is this is wrong. <laughs> what 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 is you, happening? You love prog rock. How could I you do not, not love rush? I do not. I do not. Hawkwind. That's yeah, but I mean, I don't love every. There's only certain bands. I mean, every genre has its good bands, but that's fucking awful. No fucking man, rush? rush. Rush has got oh, something. God. They really, they're nerdy as You're hell. You're wearing me out, man. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't stop it. You're Garrison Keeler. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what happened to you? I'm really scared right now. I'm really scared. Because Hemispheres is like the greatest fucking song <laughs> record I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> 2112, man. You should listen to that today, please. I am not. Listen I'm to the, You know... I don't know. It's it's great, I've, you man. know. But the thing is, I've come around to a lot of things that I used to hate, so I understand that. That's not that's not. Yeah, is that just part of maturing? That's just part of getting older. I guess so. But you know, I feel like I have to draw lines at some point. You know. I know if I like, I've already been ridiculed mercilessly for the Randy Newman thing. If I if I roll out with this full on rush thing that I'm thinking about, yeah, man, it's gonna get bad. What is it about Rush you don't like? Is it is it? I think a lot of people can't get past Geddy Lee's voice. I guess it's you know okay for me it's the drumming uh, is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the the, the douchebaggery that comes along with the. They can fucking no, play. No, 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 I I understand that, but the douchebaggery that comes along with the people who like them because of their musicianship. That's yeah. the part that I can't get past. That kind of, I guess, that goes into the guitar god Steve Vai oh, kind of camp. Yeah, I mean, it's just like mm. the it's it's a bad association. Even if they had like a great song, I don't think that I could get into it because it's sort of like I associate that with such big douchebags. You know, like, it's weird it, though because they're such a nerdy fucking act. I figured that that almost redeems them in my way because they're huge nerds, and like all their early shit is like these huge sword and sorcery epics yeah. and stuff you know which can be fun yeah so, so I, you know, like caress of steel is like <sighs> pretty much like a fantasy novel you know oh and all, by the way speaking of fantasy novels did you see that george rr R. martin the new the new book has got a release date it's like in july wow yeah. hey there's a podcast that uh my friend's girlfriend does that's called the podcast of ice and fire Oh wow! That that's really popular. It's actually sponsored by HBO now because they have uh, because of that new series that's coming out. She getting some money out of that? I think they are actually. Those fuckers. Yeah, it's called the. I think that's what it's called, the podcast of Ice and Fire. So I'll put you know put a plug in there for that. Yeah, that's totally. Pretty, that's great. That's pretty, yeah, if we could, maybe their audience could come to us. Our audience could go to them. We'll merge. It'll yeah. be a merging. 
<laughs> of, you know, the people that love our brand of eclectic talk. Right. With, you know, the 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 song of fire and ice. The bullshit fantasy, yeah. fantasy world stuff. Yeah, it just it, it comes together like yeah. fucking Voltron. And it's a beautiful thing. But um, so the, the new novels got a release date and then we got the HBO thing coming out. It's just it's a great time to be a George R. R. Martin fan. It yeah. really is. So I'm very excited about that. Overrated. No, no. The best fantasy literature out there. For those that don't know, this is a, a series of novels by George R. R. Martin. What's the first one? I don't know. It's whatever the name of the new series is. Uh, Game, Game of Game Thrones. Of Thrones yeah. Game of Thrones. So everyone check that out. If you if your thing is like sword and sorcery and you love to read like a thousand page books, <laughs> it's right up your fucking alley. It's just genius shit. Yeah, I think it 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 totally surplants the uh, the Lord of the Rings as far as the greatest fantasy literature ever written. Wow, that's a bold statement. It's true though. Once you if you you go back and read the Lord of the Rings, then you read this, or vice versa, you'll see. I mean, it's just, they just can't touch the character development that this guy pulls off. Well, and the plot. The best thing about those books is that there isn't much sword and sorcery in it. True. Because it's all just about political intrigue and families and royalty and yeah. people trying to take power from each other and oh, totally. battles and all that kind of stuff. There's yeah. there's no magic in it, hardly at all. So while you're reading those books, throw on some Rush, <laughs> you know, maybe mix in a little Randy Newman. Yeah. See what Gary happens. Newman. Yeah, see what happens. Just... All right. I think that's going to draw this episode of Really Bad Advice to a close. I want to thank everyone for listening and uh, remember... Tell a friend and subscribe. We love you. I'm Dylan Strange. And I'm Charlie Harper. And we'll see you next time. Bye.